Praise the Lord. Let's look to the Word of God tonight. Title, When Ephraim Spoke Trembling. Title comes out of the first verse of Hosea 13, and just want to read down these verses. Hosea 13, 1 to 9, and <clears throat> let's receive from the Lord tonight. Bible says, When Ephraim spoke trembling, he exalted himself in Israel. But when he offended through Baal worship, he died. Now they sin more and more and have made for themselves molded images, idols of their silver, according to their skill. All of it is the work of craftsmen. They say of them, let the men who sacrifice kiss the calves. <clears throat> Therefore they shall be like the morning cloud and like the early dew that passes away, like chaff blown off from a threshing floor and like smoke from a chimney. Yet I am the Lord your God ever since the land of Egypt. And you shall know no God but me, for there is no Savior besides me. I knew you in the wilderness in the land of great drought. When they had pasture, they were filled. They were filled and their heart was exalted. Therefore they forgot me. So I will be to them like a lion, like a leopard by the road I will lurk. I will meet them like a bear deprived of her cubs. I will tear open their rib cage, and there I will devour them like a lion. The wild beasts shall tear them. O oh, Israel, you are destroyed, but your help is from me. People that had turned away from their first love, their first allegiance to the Lord. Hosea 13.1, KJV. When Ephraim spake trembling, he exalted himself in Israel, but when he sinned, he died. When Ephraim spake trembling, he exalted himself in Israel, but when he sinned or when he offended in Baal, he died. Ephraim, the leading tribe of the northern kingdom of Israel. He was a representative of all the tribes. Ephraim was the leading tribe. The Bible says when he had a trembling before the Lord, when he had a fear of God in his life, he was exalted. He was exalted. He was lifted up by the Lord himself. When Ephraim feared the Lord, when Ephraim walked tenderly before the Lord, when, his, when Ephraim acknowledged his own weakness, the Bible says he was exalted, exalted by the Lord. The Bible says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. There's nothing wrong with being exalted as long as we're exalted by the Lord. The Lord wants to lift us up. He wants to give us a preeminent place. He wants to give us a place of victory and fulfillment in life. When Israel, when Ephraim spoke trembling, he exalted himself in Israel. I trust today that we'll understand what the trembling of the Lord means and the areas. And there are five things I want to deal with tonight as they were quickened in my spirit. Number one, tremble at your speech, at the words of your mouth. For by our words we are justified, and by our words we are condemned. Death and life, the Bible says, are in the power of the tongue. 
Many Christians say whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want. But the words of our mouth are decisive in most spiritual battles that we face in our life. The confession of our faith, the words of our mouth before the Lord. When Ephraim spoke trembling, he exalted himself in Israel. The words of our mouth, how do we speak? What are the words of our mouth? Are we quick to repent and remedy when we misspeak or speak inappropriately or unadvisedly? Do you tremble at your speech, at your words? Words filled with faith, words filled with encouragement, with righteousness, words and lips that are filled with the promises of God. When Ephraim spoke trembling, when he trembled before God concerning the words of his mouth, he was exalted by the Lord. Jesus gave us some beautiful patterns and words concerning himself. In John chapter 8, in verse 38, Jesus said, I speak what I have seen with my Father, and you do what you have seen with your Father. I speak what I have seen with my Father. There are two realms where we can get our language and our words. Or John 12, 49, For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And the inflection is, he not only told me how, what to say, he's telling me how to say it. The tenor of my words. The Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And then we have beautiful Psalm 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. When Ephraim spoke trembling, he was exalted in Israel. He was exalted by the Lord. Let's tremble at our words. Let's tremble at our speech. Let's tremble at what comes out of our mouth and the things we say and how we say them because God wants to exalt us. But when we speak trembling, we have that opportunity to be exalted by the Lord. Number two, tremble at the presence of God. Tremble at the presence of God. 1 Samuel chapter 4, 12 to 18. The time when the ark was captured, the ark represented the presence of God. The ark was taken out to the battlefield and Israel was smitten in battle that day because they were not in right relationship with God. The Bible says, Then a man of Benjamin ran from the battle line the same day and came to Shiloh with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. Now when he came, there was Eli sitting on a seat by the wayside watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. His heart trembled for the presence of God. His heart trembled for the felt presence in his life and in Israel. And when the man came into the city and told it, all the city cried out. When Eli heard the noise of the outcry, he said, what does the sound of this tumult mean? And the man came quickly and told Eli. 
Eli was 98 years old, and his eyes were so dim that he could not see. Then the man said to Eli, I am he who came from the battle, and I fled today from the battle line. And he said, What happened, my son? So the messenger answered and said, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has been a great slaughter among the people, and also your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God has been captured. Then it happened when he made mention of the ark of God. Not the other news, but this specifically. It happened when this messenger had made mention of the presence of God, of the felt presence of God among his people, that Eli fell off the seat backward by the side of the gate, and his neck was broken and he died, for the man was old and heavy, and he had judged Israel 40 years. Eli was waiting. The thing that was on his heart was the ark of God, the presence of God. What's, what's happening with the ark? What about the ark? What about the presence of God? His heart trembled for the ark of God. Is the felt presence of God the singly most important thing in your life? That you would tremble for the presence of the Lord? Desire his presence above all things? I can't live without your presence. I can't live without your presence, Lord. We heard this morning Psalm 42, verse 1. I inserted it tonight because it's so powerful. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? That is, when, am I, when can I come into his house? When's the next opportunity to come into the house of the Lord? As the heart pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul after you, O God. You're here tonight because you have a thirsting heart. You want the Lord. You want his presence. I'm desperately crying out. It's you I can't live without. We need the presence of the Lord. A heart that trembles for the presence of the Lord. I can't live without your presence. And when we come to the house of the Lord, do we come with trembling? at the opportunity we have to worship our God and Savior, our King and the Holy One of Israel? Do we tremble as we come through the doors into the presence of God's people at the opportunity to worship and pray and be under the teaching and counsel of the Word of the Lord? When, is, when Ephraim spoke trembling, he was exalted in Israel. God's looking for people that tremble at his presence. Number three, Tremble at insensitivity to the Lord. Lethargy and dullness and spiritual drift. Whenever you feel you're falling away or just that fire isn't on the altar like it was, let your heart tremble at that, in, at that sensitivity. But let's tremble at insensitivity to the Lord. Genesis 27, 1 to 10 is the passage. Now it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see, that he called Esau his older son and said to him, My son, and he answered him, Here I am. Then he said, Behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. 
Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and make me savory food such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Now Rebekah was listening when Isaac spoke to Esau, his son. And Esau went to the field to hunt game and to bring it. So Rebekah spoke to Jacob, her son, saying, Indeed, I heard your father speak to Esau, your brother, saying, Bring me game and make savory food for me that I may eat it and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to what I command you. Go now to the flock and bring me from there two choice kids of the goats, and I will make savory food from them for your father such as he loves. Then you shall take it to your father that he may eat it and that he may bless you before his death. And Jacob took the savory stew and went into his father, and his father blessed him, put the blessing of Abraham on him. Now Genesis 30, or verses 30 to 33 now it happened, as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting. He also had made savory food and brought it to his father and said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's game, that your soul may bless me. And his father Isaac said to him, Who are you? So he said, I am your son, your firstborn Esau. Then Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, Who, where is the one who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him, and indeed he shall be blessed. The Bible says Isaac trembled exceedingly. His eyes were dim. He was a little blinded. He didn't have the spiritual vision and perception that he should have had. But in a moment, he was brought up short, and he realized that he had almost put the blessing of Abraham on the wrong son, that he, put it, that he would have put it on Esau rather than Isaac. Some think that Isaac trembled because of the deception of Esau, but no, he trembled. He trembled because of his insensitivity to the word of the Lord and to the will of God. He trembled because of the dullness of his spirit, and he realized in a moment that the Lord had intervened to check the dullness of an old man before he made a tragic mistake and put the blessing on the wrong son. Rebecca had it right, and that's why she intervened. The blessing of God goes not on the firstborn here on Esau. It's going down on Jacob because he has a heart for God, and he wants the kingdom, and he wants to move in the counsels of the Lord, and Esau just wants to flirt away his life with the world. Isaac trembled because he realized what almost had taken place and how dull his spirit was. And I pray that we tremble at our insensitivity. Isaiah 32, 11 says, Tremble, you women who are at ease. Be troubled, you complacent ones. 
Strip yourselves, make yourselves bare, and gird sackcloth on your waist. Begin to repent and begin to call on the Lord. Christians that are at ease in Zion, Christians that are complacent, drifting along. The Bible says, tremble, tremble you who are at ease. Be troubled, you complacent ones. When Ephraim trembled, spoke trembling, he exalted himself in Israel. So we must tremble at our spiritual insensitivity and keep the fire on the altar and keep our spirits sharp at all times and know how to move into the presence of the Lord so that spiritual quickening can take hold of us to keep us alert and bright and prophetic in the ways of the Lord. Number four, tremble at spiritual authority. Tremble at spiritual authority. 1 Samuel 16, 4 to 5. So Samuel did what the Lord said and went to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming. Samuel's coming to town. And the elders trembled. They said, do you come peaceably? And he said, peaceably. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. And that's, of course, where David was anointed by the Lord. <clears throat> when Samuel came to town, the elders of Israel trembled. Comest thou peaceably? Spiritual authority coming to town. Samuel the prophet coming to town, and the people trembled. I wonder, do we tremble at spiritual authority? To keep our lives in line with spiritual authority, to keep under proper submission to spiritual authority and the authorities of God in our life. When Ephraim spoke trembling, he was exalted to keep a submissive heart. In all things, we are under authority to Christ. In all things, direct authority to Christ, walking every moment under his divine authority, trembling at spiritual authority as we walk with the Lord. And then that authority and submission folds out in the home at the workplace, in the church, in the nation. Have we become a little rough and reckless, voicing our displeasure at this and that? Or our lives beautifully ordered under the authority of the Lord? Listen to the wisdom of Watchman Nee. said, authority is everywhere. There is authority in the school, authority in the home. The policeman on the street, though perhaps less learned than you, is set up by God as your authority. Whenever a few brothers in Christ come together, immediately a spiritual order falls into place. Isn't that true? Doesn't matter when you gather, how you gather, when brothers and sisters in Christ come together, immediately a spiritual order falls into place. And then he said, 
There are two things that cause Christians to lose their power. Number one, sin, and second, a reviling of authority. Two things that cause Christians to lose, not their salvation, but to lose their power. Sin and a reviling of authority. David's heart smote him when he cut Saul's robe. The Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my preachers, I mean my prophets, no harm. There's authority everywhere. And when Ephraim spoke trembling, he was exalted in Israel. God honors authority and he honors those who tremble at spiritual authority and honor it in their life. Number five, <clears throat> final point, tremble at the word. Tremble at the word. Ezra 9, 4. Then everyone who trembled at the words of the God of Israel assembled to me, Ezra said, because of the transgression of those who had been carried away captive, and I sat astonished until the evening sacrifice. Then everyone who trembled at the words of the God of Israel assembled to me, a trembling at the word of God, a trembling at its message, a trembling at its rebuke and at its reward, a trembling at the word, a trembling at its blessings and at its cursings, a trembling at the way of the wise and the way of the fool, trembling at the word of God. I wonder, do we tremble at the word of God when we take this beautiful book in our hands and open it up and read it? Do our hands tremble? Does our heart tremble at what we're reading and what we hold in our hands? Because this is a miracle of God. By the grace of God, we have been blessed to have the very words of God in, in heaven brought into our lives and into our hands, into our hearts, into our homes. This book is God's voice in written form. Oh, to tremble at the word of the Lord. When we open it up, our hearts are trembling, Lord for your will, for your promises, for your blessing. When Ephraim spoke trembling, he was exalted in Israel. We have Isaiah 66 too. For all those things my, hands, my hand has made and all those things exist, says the Lord, but on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. God's eyes on this kind of a person. To this person I will look. I will watch over their life. I will administrate them. I will lead them. I will care for them. Those who have a poor and contrite spirit and who tremble at the word of the Lord. Tremble at the word of the Lord. You know, the Apostle Paul, when he came to the church at Corinth and wrote them a letter in his preaching, he said, I come to you with with weakness and fear and he said much trembling much trembling so i make known to you the words and the power of god that your faith might stand in the power of god and not in the wisdom of men 
He said, there is a preaching. He said, I'm not coming to you with enticing words of man's wisdom. I'm not coming to you as a humanistic preacher. I'm not coming to you as a moral teacher. I'm not coming to you as a motivational speaker. He said, there is a realm like that. But Christians who partake of that and fall into that live in a, in a power level that is far less than the spirit and power of God. And that's why they fall. And that's why they cannot make their way victoriously. They're under a persuasion that is moralistic, a persuasion that is of human enticement and persuasion. He said, I came with trembling because I want to make known to you the word of God, the power of God that your faith might stand in the power of God, that the very power and life of the scriptures will take hold of you and lift you up and exalt you to walk with God. That's the way of the Lord. Well, let's have the worship team come tonight and close out with Psalm 2 and verse 11. The Bible says, Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Trembling out of such holy respect, deep respect for God, deep awe for the Lord and of his word, of the miracle that has graced our lives to know the Lord. And tonight, when Ephraim spoke trembling, he was exalted by the Lord. We don't exalt ourselves, promotion is of the Lord. And so we tremble. We tremble at the presence of God. We're people that are of a poor and contrite spirit. We acknowledge our weakness, that we are nothing without him, and without him we can do nothing of spiritual and eternal significance. We humble ourselves. We tremble at his presence. We tremble at the words of our mouth. Death and life are in the power of my tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Those who love life will eat the fruit thereof. We tremble at our insensitivity. Maybe we've been complacent. Maybe we've fallen back. Maybe the fire and the first love isn't what it should be. Let's tremble at our insensitivity like Isaac did before there's a tragic mistake that's made. Let's tremble at spiritual authority to align our lives and be properly submissive in every situation, in every circumstance, under authority in a godly, and reverent way and let's tremble at his word when we read it when we open the book when we're under the preaching of the word let's tremble at the word say Lord fulfill your word and your glory in my life let's stand together tonight hallelujah <clears throat> trust you are encouraged by the word of God tonight if there's any here as we close out, if you'd like prayer for any need, physical, spiritual, emotional, if you'd like prayer tonight for any reason at all, please slip out from where you are. Prayer people will be here at the front to pray for you, to encourage you and lift you up, strengthen you, bless you in the name of the Lord. Tonight, let's close out with worship and adoration, submission to the Lord.
to this person while I look, to the one who trembles at my word, one who trembles at my presence. Let's tremble tonight before the Lord in our heart, give ourselves to him without reservation. Yielded, submissive to the Lord tonight, O oh Lord.